Hello and welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. Friends, we are so grateful that you have decided to join us again for another week of Hour of Healing, where we once again will be talking about another thought-provoking and life-changing topic. Our topic today is a, a, a part of our mini-series on what we call the Don't Series, and so we hope that you will be blessed by this. Again, I am in the hot seat, and joining us today to host our special section is our sister Candice Phoebe. Please, let's welcome our host today. Candice, over to you. Thank you, Dr. Joe. Hello, everybody. We are here today, as Dr. Joe said, we are here to talk about a topic uh, called Finish the Race. And this is part of a series of the Don't don't series the things in life that we are not supposed to do the many don'ts that we are um you know we are here to draw our attentions on the many don'ts in our life journey so thank you once again dr Do uh, dr joe thank you audience and listeners um i hope you are ready for today's discussion all right so um dr joe how are you how are you today i'm doing well how about yourself good i'm good um i'm happy about this topic because you know many a times our don't turns into our do's so <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's good we have this series coming up to um discuss um and the theme for today our first uh theme in this series is finish the race finish the race why this topic um yeah so um sister candace um uh, as we journey through life, uh, we come across various religions, various sects, and everything like that. And uh, one thing that I have found to be true with all religions, people of all walks of life, all career forms, uh, various stages in education, is that everybody believes that life is a journey. And the truth is, the very thoughts of life being a journey is what stirs up this topic in the first place because anything that's a journey means that your journey is not the same as my journey and if we are all on separate journeys or if we are all on a path that we ought to be on then one thing we have to realize is that the way one person finishes their race it's not the same as the way that I will finish my race or you will finish your race. And so today we hope to be able to shed some light on some of the things that people ought to do in order to finish their specific race. So thank you for the clarity, Dr. Joe. So um, you, you made mention of the, that everybody's journey is different. Um, but my question is, how do I know the journey that I'm on? You know, because sometimes we look over our shoulder and it's very easy for us to compare ourselves with the journey someone else is on, because I think we lack uh, the awareness of our own personal journey. So is there a way that one will know the journey that I'm, you know, that they're on, that I'm on so that I can stay on that course without being distracted by someone else's journey or, you know, trying to change course to track to get into their journey? Oh, yes, that's a, a great question, uh, Candice. So um, how would you know the journey that you are on? And uh, this is a very um, interesting question and very profound as well, 
because um, the truth of the matter is, um, I personally believe nobody sets out on the journey of life knowing exactly what the uh, the destination is. Um, we all have ideas as to where we want our destination to be. Um, and as we journey uh, through life or as we are on this journey, um, we encounter various things that help us realize what our ultimate destination ought to be. Um, and so that is why I think this uh, topic is actually very key, because for you to get to the destination you ought to get to, you need to be on the right path. Um, one of the simplest uh, answer that um, I can give is that um, God, who is the, uh, the author and the finisher of our journey in life, um, that's purpose for everyone or that's destined for everyone the um, destination that we ought to get to. Um, but many a times the truth is uh, that most of us don't get there. And so um, people don't get to their final destination, but they are still able to live a life that is fulfilling, that is enriching, that is impacting. And so um, I believe that um, to answer your question is actually in a twofold. Uh, sometimes someone will tell you, oh, I, my dad was an engineer and that was all I wanted to do. And so that that person uh, just assumed that destination of being an engineer because of the environment they grew in, or it was the destination that they were set to uh, get to. Um, because getting uh, not uh, knowing the final destination can be such a big uh, thing, that is why I think the um, uh, purpose of this discussion and also the, the purpose of life is more about the journey that we take rather than the destination that we get to. Because like I said, not everybody gets to the destination and I, I am one not to um, really uh, bring people down because they don't get to their destination. If we are able to make positive impact in life on our journey, I believe that is fulfilling and that is what we will be focusing on. Yeah. Yes. And um, sometimes too, when you find out the purpose that you are talking about, you're referring to when you like someone that has set their mind to become an engineer, like their parent, you know, sometimes it's the dearly or the monthly or the yearly goals and plans that you set in place. And that makes your journey very distinctive because you know, what you have set your mind to and you know the goals that you have set your mind to accomplish right. even in a short period of time and as time goes on you know things will unfold little by little um so i think that's very key of knowing of knowing you know what you actually want knowing what you actually want and where you are going and setting goals and that that really would deviate a lot of distractions i believe but um you know um this is the don't series. So to finish a race, you know, what are the don'ts? You know, there are things that come across when a person is on a track. I did track in high school. So I know a little bit about running a race or um, I like to walk. So I know a little bit about the many distractions that can happen. You know, you'd be going one way, the next thing you know, you end up in um, Walmart or something. So <laughs> what are the don'ts in running, uh, trying to finish a race or being on a specific track? And um, 
Yeah, you are right. Uh, this is the don't series. So um, basically, what are some of the things that makes people not able to finish their race? Um, so um, for us to get into that, I want to um, kind of uh, uh, tell a story um, because that's kind of actually what um, brought this topic up. So I was driving from New Jersey to Georgia, and it's about a 12 to 13 hour drive. And so, I mean, on such a long trip, and usually I try to make it in one shot, um, <laughs> you have to make stops along the way. Um, and there are reasons why we make stops, and we'll be talking about those in a few. But at every stop, the reason for which you make the stop determines how long you spend at that stop. You stay there. And um, sometimes, when you bring this or apply this to our life, I think it's the same thing. As we journey through life, there are stops that we make. And the stops, the reason for which we stop determines how long we stay there or how long we ought to stay. Education is one of such stops. Uh, relationships is one of such stops, and we'll get into them in a few. But the problem is sometimes when you get to a rest stop where you want to fill your gas in your car, that is not meant to be the place that you stay. But in life, sometimes we end up staying where we were just supposed to get rest. Mm -hmm. And that tends to be a problem. So when you are on the journey of life, some of the things that you don't do in order for you to finish or stay on track is you don't focus on the people around you. Because as I said in the beginning, everybody is running a different race. Also, you don't forget where you started. If you forget where you started, you may take the wrong path and end up where you started rather than going forward. So you may literally make a UE rather than going forward. So you don't forget where you started. The other thing that you also don't do is that you don't let people's words be the determinant of the journey that you are on. And I will explain that. Uh, sometimes people say things to us that, makes us lose track or that makes us get on the uh, make a wrong stop so you are in a pursuit of a higher degree and i uh, through my life i have encountered so many people who had this that they desire to go into medicine for instance and then a father or a mother or an uncle or somebody in their church or in their small group somewhere said, you don't have what it takes to be a doctor. And so what do they do? They take that word to heart mm -hmm. and they stop. Now, that moment that they incorporate that, those words into their life and make that undetermined stop, you have forgotten or you have let go of the journey that you are on and you are right now going on a different path because you made a wrong stop. Mm -hmm. the, pro the thing is, 
making staffs is part of the journey. That's what I'm trying to say. So don't think that making staffs is a problem, but don't make the mistake of making your resting staff your final destination. Yes. And so what sometimes, you know, the mistake is not even like a deliberate mistake. We get so comfortable. You know, sometimes it feels good to just stay right here, you know, and even in the Bible, it felt good to be, you know, where they were. So comfort can lead to that. How can you push yourself out of your comfort zone? Well, you know, what, what are the things that you can use to remind yourself to, you know, step outside? Because it's very easy. You know, we, we crave for comfortability in this life. So when we are comfortable, why should I keep moving when I'm comfortable? Yeah, that's a great question. And that is um, honestly a big pitfall for most of us on this journey of life. Now, the uh, issue uh, is that uh, being comfortable is good, but being satisfied is not. And um, with satisfaction, there is a level of um, lack of urgency or there is a level of I don't want to go anywhere, which is what you are referring to here in comfort. But you can be content, which also brings a level of comfort, but at the same time, desire to go further. Now, how do we get ourselves out of the comfort zone? Yes, uh, you make a rest up. I believe um, on this journey that I was talking about uh, um, uh, down to Georgia from the East Coast, um, uh, one of the states, I believe it's Virginia, but I may be mistaken, they had built a brand new <laughs> rest stop. And the pizza there was just so good. <laughs> and so you get there and you say, uh, do I just stay here and eat uh, as much pizza as I want? But every time that you spend at your rest stop, it's a time added to your final um, trip or your final estimated time of arrival. And so um, the way you um, cure comfort is literally what I just said, keeping the end goal in mind. And realizing that any time I spend here, yes, you may not be wasting the time because you are comfortable, but any time I spent here will be added to my total time that I need to be on. Keeping that in mind always helps us able to push forward. Another way to um, kind of uh, get ourselves out of this uh, comfort, uh, comfortability is having in our mind the the, the, the reason for which we are on this journey. Again, I said in the beginning, life is about making an impact. Life is about what you are doing to impact yourself, to impact the people around you, whether a spouse, your children, your family, and impacting society as a whole. And so if you keep that in mind, the rest stop where you are turning into your home <laughs> the level of impact you can make there is very limited. And so when you keep the purpose for which you are on this journey in mind, you will be able to get yourself out of that laziness per se. And then the final thing that I would say about um, the thing that we need to do or some of the things we need to do in order to um, get ourselves out of this uh a place where we are turning our rest into mm -hmm. our stay is looking to 
the promises of God in your life. And I can't overstate that. The reason is because when you have seen or when you know the promises of the good that you can do, you don't settle for anything less. And sometimes that's um, a problem, especially in our Christian community. That's a problem for most of us. A lot of churches, a lot of church leaders settle because they forget the promise of God for his church. The, the promise of God for his church is to make all nations disciples, to, to bring the word of salvation unto all people. And so if we keep that in mind as Christians, then we don't settle for having a, a membership of 50 or 1,000 or 2,000. We always stretch to get better. And to the non-Christian, you also do have a promise on your life. And I say that because nobody exists in this world just to exist. And believers believe that and non-believers believe that. People who believe in God believe it. People who don't believe in God believe it. And so if you know that you are not just here to occupy space, that is a promise to you. You are here for a reason. And so keeping that reason in mind also helps get you out of that place of comfort, that place of um, resting. Uh, and so uh, those are some of the ways that we can um, out of that comfort level. Yeah. And listeners, one thing too is that um, the question is, where are you going? Where are you going? And um, Dr. Joe touched on so many things with, you know, ministry, churches and stuff like that. And it's, it, the idea is, where are you going in life? You, you should never lose sight of where you are going because it's like you are in school or you have a nine to five hour shift, whatever your, uh, your job schedule is. And you know, you, where are you going? I have to go to work Monday through Friday. You have an education to become a, you have a, a um, you have school to become a doctor. And you, where are you going? I'm going to get my doctor's degree. So even when you don't want to study, you have to study. It, there's like, yeah. <laughs> unless you, 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 you get to a place of accepting that you want to drop out. But if you keep in mind where you are going, that alone should even, Everything that Dr. Joe said should fall in line when you know where you are going. You know, so the 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 concept is know where you are going. I think that's one of the things we can also add to know where you, some people just live life. And you know, and I hate the phrase just live your life, just enjoy your life. I don't know. Many people love it, but I don't like it. Because it 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 leaves you uh, flexible to everything and anything without a a purpose to your purpose, you know, any purpose being added onto your purpose, you just go along with everything, live your life, but live life with a purpose. Where are you going? And so Dr. Joe, you said something about, you know, now focusing on the people around us. That is a very, very huge problem, especially in this society. (laughs) Um, you know, with our generation, we do, we can take social media, for example, you know, somebody will see, and this is what is happening, trending. We have a butt job now. We have a boob mm-hmm. job. Now everybody wants the hourglass shape. 
Now you can't even tell the people that have the actual hourglass shape from the ones that have the plastic hourglass shape. You know, because it, it, it's like we, we, we drive on what is surrounded by us. We, we are moving and we are living. Our generation is living on what another person is doing. So the people around us, we are focusing so much. But what is there? Can you share light on like why? Why? And it has, I don't know when it started, but it has become a trend. I can speak for this generation. We we look at people, not even the environment. The environment could be bad or worse um, or, or better. But if the people, how, however the people are acting is what informs us for us to also act. So why? What is the attraction? What What is causing that? How can we deviate from that? Well, that's um, a very uh, big challenge um, for every generation, not just this generation alone. And uh, the truth um, is we always have to realize one thing, that everyone wants what they don't have. Um, I believe there is a proverb that says that the grass is always greener at the other side. And um, it's, it's the thing that sometimes keeps us motivated and keeps us going, but when applied wrongly, can also be the very thing that derails us from finishing our race. Why am I saying this? So you mentioned earlier that you were an, an athlete in school, and I remember that very well. Now, in the Olympics, when athletes are about to go on whether the 4 by 100 or the 200 or the 100 meter sprint, everybody is assigned a track. Now, the lane that you are in <laughs> is you are not only being judged for finishing first, but you are also being judged by finishing according to the uh, rules of the race, which is staying in your lane and not interfering with anybody yeah. else. Um, there is this um, passage in the Bible that I really do um, uh, like so much. It talks about the King Saul and David who was anointed to replace him. And um, for our listeners, I, uh, um, this is a very interesting story, so I want to just take some time to share it with you. So that's King Saul who initially was ordained by God, had uh, veered from the path that he was supposed to be on. And so David has been anointed as his replacement. Now, when David came into Saul's house, which is the palace that he was one day going to sit in as the king, he did not come as a king or the next anointed king. He came as a servant to Saul. Now, it so happened that there was war, and so David was sent into war, and he defeated many. And the Bible says that in uh, the women of the town made a song that said that Saul has killed his thousands, and David his ten thousands. And when you read this uh, in the book of Second Samuel, uh, when you read the story, it's so interesting because it says that from the very moment that Saul heard the women singing that song, that he has killed his thousand, but David has killed ten thousands. He said, oh, they are crediting this young man with ten thousands, and for me, only thousands. And the Bible says from that very moment, Saul's attention drifted to David. And everything about Saul from that time forward is just the gradual decline to the point of his death. 
what am I trying to say to you? Uh, the interesting thing, and this passage is applicable to all of us in life, is that even if you are in the same class with someone, the path that the person is on, even though you are both studying to achieve the same degree, is so different from your path. And so the very moment you take your eyes and start paying attention to the people around you, you are losing sight of where your lanes are. And the very moment you step over your lane, as so much as to step in the white of your lane, you are disqualified from the race. And that is the exact thing that happens to us in life. When we start paying attention to people around us, yes, you see what people have done in their lives, and that should motivate you uh, to uh, believe that you can also do it. But if you start paying attention to them, rather than using them as a motivation, that is where the problem comes in. And so you talked about um, the idea of the ideal image that we have in our country right now, that everybody wants to be a size zero or a size one, um, and an hourglass shape or a Coca-Cola bottle shape or whatever. I haven't even seen a Coke bottle in a long time, so I don't remember how it actually looks like. But the problem is your genetics, when we talk scientifically, your genetics are not the same as the other person's genetics. And so maybe that person may be functioning great in that size one or size two or size zero. If you should get yourself to a size zero, you might have health consequences that are unbearable. Let me say something that is very interesting. We all talk about weight loss, right? But if a patient comes to see me and they tell me that they are losing weight, that, depending on how they are losing weight, that statement alone can become an indication of something very serious going on with the patient. And this is what we do daily. So you walk into your doctor's office, you say, I've lost about 50 pounds. The next question is, is it intentional or unintentional? Because if it's unintentional, yes, you might think the weight loss is good, but that opens a whole can that we cannot discuss right now. So your journey is set for you. The way you will make an impact, that's why I said, you have to keep the end in mind. You have to keep the reason or the purpose in mind. The way you will make a maximum impact in life is to run your own race, is to walk your own path, is to stay on your own course. If you deviate from that and go to walk or run somebody else's race, I'm sorry, you might make an impact, but it will not be the impact that you were you could have made. And so uh, sometimes I tell my friends and the people I talk with that the greatest enemy of one's best life is not a bad life, but rather a good or an okay life. Because when you leave your race or your track and start running somebody else's track, you may get a good life. You may live a good life, but you have sacrificed the best for good. And that is where the problem lies. Yes. Thank you, um, Dr. Joe. And um, one thing that I want to add to that is to discover um, yourself, discovering yourself. I, 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 I feel and 
by uh, my little experience so far, I believe that you cannot stop a man that has discovered yourself, a woman that has discovered yourself. And, and it all ties into what Dr. Joe said. When you discover who you are, your genetic makeups, your this, your that, you, 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 even when you look over, it will not attract you because you have discovered your makeup, yourself. So um, we can also focus on trying to also discover ourselves. Who am I? Who am I? What, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What, 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 where can I go? Where can I not go? You know, and some of these attract, attractions that um, Dr. Joe mentioned is um, sometimes it's, it's, it's enticing, but it's not meant for us. You know, you go on that path and like what he was saying, I'm a very um, lean person. And if somebody that's like a little bit heavy set tries to become my size, like what he was saying, it could you could be developing some health problems that I never even got, you know, because that's not how God made you, you know, and the size is beautiful and all, you know, you're probably doing it for the men and the men are probably not even looking, but anyway, <laughs> so, you know, the size is like societal standard, but who are you? Um, it goes back to that. Discover yourself and be be happy with it. And you can do marvelous things. I'm telling you, nobody can stop you. You could be as a size, whatever, and society will dispute with that. But the, the attraction you will drag in that space of that size, you everybody will be wondering, like, how? She's this size, but look, she's impacting or she's uh, uh, attracting like a slim person. But it's not all about that. Know who you are. Know who you are. So we're going to be wrapping up. Dr. Joe, um, what would be the last remarks or last advice? If uh, if they forgot everything, what what would you want the listeners to remember from finishing your race, uh, this, this thing of finishing your race? Yes, uh, thank you once again, Sister Candice, for hosting us today. And um, thank you, uh, dear listener, for uh, being with us today. We are talking about finishing your race, which is uh, a subset of our mini-series, the Don't series. And the um, thing that I want to remind you of is that life is a journey, and this is an undisputed fact. Everybody, every creed, every religion, um, Christians, non-Christians, every, um, uh, every stage in your life that people are in, we all believe that life is a journey. Life is, uh, begins from one point and goes to another point. But the truth of the matter is that when you are on this journey, but you don't know where you are going, you run the risk of falling or you run the risk of not being able to make it to your destination. And so what I want to let you know is that you ought to find or know where you are going in life. That is one. You also have to realize from where you started from. But you are being judged based on the race that you are running, the course that you are taking. Because guess what? In the stadium, all the people around, all the witnesses, they are there not to see that you are standing at the beginning of your race, but they are there to see you actually run the race of life and finish it. 
And that is where I want you to pay the most attention to. Because you will be remembered mostly for the impact you make in life rather than the things that other people um, make you or don't make you do. And so, yes, there are a lot of distractions around. There are a lot of places that you will take a rest. And taking a rest is not a bad thing. But don't make your resting stop your final destination. And that is what I want you to know today. That life is a journey. It's a race that ought to be ran. But those who run and win the race, my friends, ought to run by the rules and the regulations that govern that race. There is a, there is a, a, a regulation that governs this race of life. You getting to the top by stepping on other people's back does not make you the first. And so you ought to run the race based on the rules that govern this race. And I believe if we do that, not only are we going to make maximum impact on our generation at the finish line, but the journey itself will make impact on the uh, people that we come in contact with. Don't let your memory die before you die or do not let your name die before you die because you did not run your race god bless you so much for listening to us today and we hope you join us um same time next week for another life-changing and thought-provoking topic once again this is our of healing thank you for sharing our podcast with your friends loved ones uh, co-workers and even your enemies because they also deserve to have healing. God bless you so Thank much. You, bye. Bye-bye.